<laughs> All right, hello and welcome to the the Two Fifteen Workman's Podcast. This is the podcast of Brother Robert Reynolds, myself, and Brother Landon Dunn. I, I thank him so very much for uh, being willing, you know, to uh, to be on this podcast, and that's a real blessing to me. Amen. All right, so uh, last week, uh, Brother Landon he uh, he preached on the body of Christ, and so today. What I am going to do is I'm going to uh, preach a little bit on the bride of Christ. Uh, there are some that say that the bride of Christ is not the church because we are Christ's body. But let's examine the bride and let's see who the bride is. All right. First of all, go to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Verses 1 and 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. All right, starting in verse 1, the King James Bible says this, Would to God you could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me. And then verse 2 for I am jealous over you with godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. All right, so first of all, in uh, verse 1, Paul is talking about his folly. All right, and so what, he is, what he's getting ready to do is he is getting ready to boast about his position and ministry. Okay, that is why he says folly. Okay, so look at 2 Corinthians 10, verse 8. I'll show you something there. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 8. And this is the Apostle Paul. And he says, For though I should boast somewhat more of our authority, which the Lord had given us for edification, and not for your destruction, I should not be ashamed. Okay, so he's calling his boasting folly. All right, now, uh, what we have here um, is the church as a type and picture of a chaste virgin, or the other way around. The chaste virgin is a type and picture of the church engaged or espoused to one husband. So Paul engaged the save of the church of Corinth to one husband, Jesus Christ. Okay? Now, what are some of the names that the body of Christ is called? Let's take a look at those. There, there's a couple of them. Number one, a chaste virgin, as I mentioned. Now, I want you to notice something there about a chaste virgin. Notice... That it is singular. Now if you go back. If you go back to Matthew 25. Starting in verse 1. You'll see. Ten virgins. Matthew 25. Verse 1. Hold on a second. Let me get there. Okay, 
Starting in verse 1, then shall the kingdom of heaven, notice there, kingdom of heaven, Jewish. Okay? Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And the five of them were wise and five were foolish. That they were uh, they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. Okay, so now I will stop right there. Um, verse 6, let's look at that again. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Okay, a, a lot of lot of the brethren say that this is dealing with the rapture. But it is not. It is dealing with the second coming of Christ. The second Amen. advent. It's dealing with the second advent of Christ. The, the body of Christ is not known as virgins plural. But a chaste virgin. Singular <clears throat> One body. Amen. Praise God. Okay. Now, there is one body. As I said, look at Romans chapter 12. Romans 12, verses 4 and 5. <clears throat> For as we have many members in one body... And all members have not the same office. So we being many are one body in Christ. And every one members one of another. So there's one body. Member chase virgin singular. Okay, now go to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Verses 12 and 13. This is dealing with Holy Spirit baptism. Starting in verse 12. For as the body is one and hath many members, all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether it be Jews or Gentiles, whether it be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. All right, so that's Holy Spirit baptism. Now, uh, I was under a, a pastor uh, years ago, I think starting back in 2009, maybe. In the, and um, he was a Baptist brighter. And, and so... I went and asked him, what about that verse right there, verse 13? And he said, that, that's easy, brother. That is the Holy Spirit calling us to water baptism. But that's not what it is. All right, that's Holy Spirit baptism, being baptized by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ. 
Okay, so now, the, the church, the body of Christ, is considered a chaste virgin because the bride of Christ, the church, is still here on this earth, physically, engaged to Christ, to be married to him up in heaven. Okay, and that marriage supper of the Lamb takes place in Revelation 19. Let's go there. I'll show that to you. Revelation 19. Revelation 19, verses 7 to 9. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife had made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And then verse 9, And he saith unto me, Right blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. Physically, bodily, we are not married to Christ right now. Right, amen. But, spiritually, we are. You know, we are already, we are already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen? All right, look at Ephesians 2, verse 6. Ephesians 2, verse 6. Let's start in verse 5. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. Quickened means made alive. So at one time we were dead in our sins until we trusted Christ for our salvation. And then we were quickened. We were made alive. Quickened us together with Christ by grace ye are saved. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Praise God. I, I remember a pastor saying one time that he was talking to an elderly lady. And the elderly lady said, Pastor, I just cannot wait to get to heaven. But you know what? If she was saved... Spiritually, she's already there. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Praise <laughs> God. Okay, so now, the second name is a wife. Okay? Uh, you'll see that in Ephesians 5, verses 22 to 29. Ephesians chapter 5. Verses 22 to 29. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Okay, first of all, notice there, wives are first. Wives are commanded. All right, they're commanded to submit themselves to their own husbands as unto the Lord. 
all right, they submit themselves to their husbands, they are submitting themselves to the Lord. Okay? Now, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let, a, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Not just a few things, not, not a couple of things, but all things. Okay? Now, here is a commandment for the husbands. Okay? The wife is to be in subjection to the husband, but... The husband is to not take advantage of that submission of his wife. Right. Okay. Uh, now, this is the commandment to the husband. Verse 25. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourished it and cherished it even as the Lord. The church. All right, so here is the current state of the body of Christ, the church. Number one, Christ is living in us who are saved. You see that Colossians 1 27, right? And we live in Christ. How how do you explain that? How do you explain? that Christ is inside every believer and we are part of him you can't and that's why it is a mystery okay um, so number two we are one spirit okay first Corinthians 617 first Corinthians 617 Remember at the moment that we got saved right, We are baptized into Christ Right <clears throat> Now Verse 17 But he that is joined unto the Lord Is one Spirit Do you see that We are one spirit with the Lord Right, and then number three, we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Go to Ephesians 5.30. And you'll see where I'm going with this as, uh, as we go along. Alright, uh, Ephesians 5 verse 30. For we are members of his body, of his flesh... And of his bones. Okay. And then number four. We are already seated in heavenly places. With Christ Jesus. As I mentioned. Ephesians 2 verse 6. So spiritually the marriage has already happened. 
It's just that our bodies are not saved until the day of redemption, which is the rapture. Ephesians 4, verse 30. Ephesians 4, verse 30. <clears throat> and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. That is the rapture when we get our glorified bodies and we will be just like the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, look at Ephesians 4, 13. Ephesians 4, verse 13. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man that's a mature man perfect unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ see that there praise God one day we're going to be like the Lord Jesus Christ we're going to have a glorified body just like him amen praise God now go to 1 John 3 verse 2 First John three, verse two. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. We don't know. We don't know what we're gonna look like. Um, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Praise God. Can you imagine what it will be like when we see Christ face to face the very first time? Mm. Wow. Glory to God. Now, so... Let's go back to Ephesians 5. Ephesians chapter 5. And uh, I apologize. <clears throat> excuse me. I apologize for uh, jumping around a lot. But I want to uh, show uh, these verses. All right. Ephesians 5. So uh, how... How can this, these verses here, how can this be a type and picture of the body of Christ being the bride? Let, let's, let's look at those. Number one, Christ is the head of the church. Ephesians 5.23 And the husband is the head of the wife. Ephesians 5.23. Let's read that. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Okay, so that's number one. Christ is the head of the church. The husband is the head of the wife. Now, number two. 
the first man, Adam, had a wife. Verse 31. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. All right, now. Christ. Let's see. Christ, the last Adam, also has a future wife. Right? Espoused. Espoused to one husband. Okay? Spiritually, spiritually it's already happened. But physically not yet because our bodies are still here. But Christ is the last Adam. Okay, look at uh, 1 Corinthians 15.45. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 45. And so it is written, The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. You see that? So the first man, first Adam, all right, and then the last Adam was Christ. Now, number three, she was part of Adam's flesh and bones. Go to Genesis 2.23. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of a man. All right? Woman, woman means man with a womb. How about that? <laughs> okay. Now, the church is part of Christ's body, his flesh, and of his bones. Ephesians 5, verse 30. And, and I understand that, that uh, no, I, I'm repeating, but I just, I just want to get this across. Okay? Um, the church is part of Christ's body, his flesh, and his bones. Ephesians 5, verse 30. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. All right, so you see some similarities so far between Adam and Christ, Adam and Eve, Christ and the church. Okay, now number four, Adam and his wife were one flesh. Ephesians 5, 31. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife, and they too shall be one flesh we are one spirit with the lord first corinthians 6 17 all right we don't have to go there uh number five adam and his wife were the ideal original marriage all right look at uh matthew 19 
Matthew chapter 19. And let's see, verses 3 to 9. The Pharisees also came unto him, tempting him, and saying unto him, It is lawful for a man, is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? I am right, right? Ephesians 19. All right, I lost it. Ephesians 19. Where is that at? Okay. There you go. Ephesians. Uh, might I say Ephesians? Matthew. Matthew 19, verses 3 to 9. I was right. The Pharisees also come unto him, tempting him, and saying unto him, It is lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause. And he answered and said unto them, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female, and said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God had joined together, let not man put it asunder. They said to him, Why did Moses then command to give a writing of divorcement, and to put her away? He said unto them, Moses, because of the hardness of your hearts, suffered you to put away your wives. But from the beginning it was not so. And I say unto you, verse 9, Whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, <clears throat> committeth adultery. And whoso marrieth her, which is put away, doth commit adultery. So, so according to Christ, right, there, there is reasons for divorce. I, I hear, I hear uh, people, I uh, see people posting things on Facebook that uh, said Christ hates divorce. God hates divorce. Well, yeah, he. I, I'm sure that they hate it, but they give reasons for it. All right, such as fornication. Fornication, uh, death, and desertion. Okay, those, those three. Okay, so now... Um, this is a picture of a proper marriage between saved people. Okay, go to uh, Ephesians 5 again. We'll read verse 22. Wives, submit your, yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. So again, the wife submits herself to the husband and therefore, because she's doing that, she is submitting herself to the Lord. Okay? <clears throat> now, number six, the picture of the relationship of Christ's body, verse 30, to Christ and his relation to it. Verse 30, for we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Now, number seven. And there are 11 of these, so, so please bear with me. Alright, number 7. As Adam died to get his body, Genesis 2.21, remember the first surgery that took place? <laughs> when, when God put Adam to sleep, opened him up, and took that rib to make the woman? 
Genesis 2.21. So as Adam died to get his body, Christ died to get his body. Ephesians 5.25. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. See that there? Now, number nine. No, number eight. A man should love and nourish and cherish his wife since she is part of his body. Okay? Verse 25 and verse 29. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Verse 29, for no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nursed it and cherished it, even as the Lord, the church. We are to love our wives and cherish them, nourish them, be there for them, take care of them, like Christ does the church. Amen. Number nine, a man's body should be cleansed and sanctified. Verse 26, and Christ's body should be holy, glorious, and without spot or blemish. Verse 26 and 27, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. You know, the word of God is like water, soap and water. You stay in God's book, the King James Bible, and that book is going to clean you up. Amen? Wow. Verse 27. That he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. And then number 10. A man should love his wife enough to die for her. Verse 25. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Amen. Praise God. Praise God for what Jesus Christ did on that cross. He, he was beaten beyond recognition. He was spit on and mocked, put on that cross, suffered a cruel, horrible death on that cross, was buried, and he rose again the third day for you, for me, and the whole world. Amen? But that does not mean that the whole world is saved just because Christ died on the cross for them. They must, they must put their faith and trust in Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection in order to be saved. Amen? Now, number 11, the last one. The church is subject unto Christ, and the wife should be in subjection to her husband. Okay? Verses 22 to 24. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the Savior of the body. In verse 24, 
Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Amen? So, do you see the comparisons there between uh, Adam, Eve, Christ, the church, husbands, wives? Adam had a wife who was bone of his bones and flesh of his flesh. We, the church, are part of Christ's body, his flesh and his bones. Amen? Christ has a future wife who is a chaste virgin waiting for the marriage to Christ to take place. Amen? All right, so that there is the bride of Christ. The bride of Christ is none other than the body of Christ, the church. Amen? So, I just want to thank you for uh, being with uh, me and, and uh, Brother Landon uh, tonight. I pray that uh, this message is a help and a blessing to you. I pray that it helps you to uh, learn about the Bride of Christ. Learn how to rightly divide the Word of Truth. Amen? Alright, so, until next time, God bless you.